0: July the 19th, starting with Proverbs chapter 19, verses 18 and 19. Discipline your children while there is hope. Otherwise, you will ruin their lives. Hot-tempered people must pay the penalty. If you rescue them once, you'll have to do it again. Psalm 15, verses 1 through 5, a psalm of David. Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right, speaking the truth from sincere hearts. Those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends. Those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Those who lend money without charging interest and who cannot be bribed to lie about the innocent. Such people will stand firm forever. Romans chapter 5, verses 6-21 When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people would not be willing to die for an upright person, though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. But God showed His great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, we will certainly, He will certainly save us from God's condemnation. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of His Son, while we were still His enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of His Son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God, because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. When Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death. So death spread to everyone, for everyone sinned. Yes, people sinned even before the law was given but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. Still everyone died. From the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey an explicit command of God as Adam did, now Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ, who is yet to come. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man Adam brought death to many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and His gift of forgiveness to many through this other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of the one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to one being made right with God. Even though we are guilty of many sins, For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many, but even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness, for all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and new life for everyone because one person disobeyed god many became sinners but because of other one other person who obeyed god many will be made righteous god's law was given so that all people could see how sinful they were but as people sinned more and more god's wonderful grace became more abundant so just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death Now God's wonderful grace rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. 1 Chronicles chapter 28 verse 1 through chapter 29 verse 30 David summoned all the officials of Israel to Jerusalem, the leaders of the tribes, the commanders of the army divisions, and other generals and captains, the overseers of the royal property and livestock, the palace officials, the mighty men, and all other brave warriors in the kingdom. David rose to his feet and said, My brothers and my people, it was my desire to build a temple where the ark of the Lord's covenant, God's footstool, could rest permanently. I made the necessary preparations for building it. But God said to me, You must not build a temple to honor my name for you are a warrior and have shed much blood. Yet the Lord, the God of Israel, has chosen me from among all my father's family to be king over Israel forever. For he has chosen the tribe of Judah to rule. And from among the families of Judah, he chose my father's family. And from among my father's sons, the Lord was pleased to make me king over all Israel. And from among my sons, for the Lord has given me many, he chose Solomon to succeed me on the throne of Israel and to rule over the Lord's kingdom. He said to me, Your son Solomon will build my temple and its courtyards, for I have chosen him as my son, and I will be his father. And if he continues to obey my commands and regulations, as he does now, I will make his kingdom last forever. So now, with God as our witness, and in the sight of all Israel, the Lord's assembly, I will give you this charge. Be be careful to obey all the commands of the Lord your God, so that you may continue to possess the good land and leave it to your children as a permanent inheritance. And Solomon, my son, learn to know the God of your ancestors intimately. Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every heart and knows every plan and thought. If you seek Him, you will find Him. But if you forsake Him, He will reject you forever. So take this seriously. The Lord has chosen you to build a temple as His sanctuary. Be strong and do the work. Then David gave Solomon the plans for the temple and its surroundings, including the entry room, the storerooms, the upstairs rooms, the inner rooms, and the inner sanctuary, which was the place of atonement. David also gave Solomon all the plans he had in mind for the courtyards of the Lord's temple, the outside rooms, the treasuries, and the rooms for the gifts dedicated to the Lord. The king also gave Solomon the instructions concerning the work of the various divisions of priests and Levites in the temple of the Lord. And he gave specifications for the items In the temple that were to be used for worship. David gave instructions regarding how much gold and silver should be used to make the items needed for service. He told Solomon the amount of gold needed for the gold lampstands and lamps, and the amount of silver for the silver lampstands and lamps, depending on how each would be used. He designated the amount of gold for the table on which the bread of the presence would be placed, and the amount of silver for other tables, David also designated the amounts of gold and for the gold, uh, the solid gold meat hooks used to handle the sacrificial meat, and for the basins, pitchers, and dishes, as well as the amount of silver for each dish. He designated the amount of refined gold for the altar of incense. Finally, he gave him a plan for the Lord's chariot, the gold cherubim whose wings were stretched out over the ark of the Lord's covenant. Every part of his plan, David told Solomon, was given to me in writing from the hand of the Lord. Then David continued, Be strong and courageous, and do the work. Don't be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord God, my God, is with you. He will not fail you or forsake you, He will see to it that all the work related to the temple of the Lord is finished correctly. The various divisions of priests and Levites will serve in the temple of God. Others with skills of every kind will volunteer, and the officials and the entire nation are at your command. Then King David turned to the entire assembly and said, My son Solomon, whom God has clearly chosen as the next king of Israel, is still young and inexperienced. The work ahead of him is enormous, for the temple he will build is not for mere mortals. It is for the Lord God himself. Using every resource at my command, I have gathered as much as I could for building the temple of my God. Now there is enough gold, silver, bronze, iron, and wood, as well as great quantities of onyx, other precious stones, costly jewels, and all kinds of fine stone and marble. And now, because of my devotion to the temple of my God, I am giving all of my own private treasures of gold and silver to help in the construction. This is in addition to the building materials I have already collected for His holy temple. I am donating more than 112 tons of gold from Ophir and 262 tons of refined silver. To be used for overlaying the walls of the buildings, and for the other gold and silver work to be done by the craftsmen. Now then, who will follow my example and give offerings to the Lord today? Then the family leaders, the leaders of the tribes of Israel, the generals and captains of the army, and the king's administrative officers all gave willingly. For the construction of the temple of God, they gave about 188 tons of gold one or 10,000 gold coins 375 tons of silver 675 tons of bronze and 3750 tons of iron they also contributed numerous precious stones which were deposited in the treasury of the lord of the house of the lord until the care of jehiel a descendant of gersha The people rejoiced over the offerings, for they had given freely and wholeheartedly to the Lord. And King David was filled with joy. Then David praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, may you be praised forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty Everything in the heavens and on earth is yours, O Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. Wealth and honor come from you alone, for you rule over everything. Power and might are in your hand, and at your discretion people are made great and given strength. O our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name but who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you? Everything we have has come from you, and we give you only what you first gave us. We are here only, or for only a moment, visitors and strangers in the land as our ancestors were before us. Our days on earth are like a passing shadow, gone so soon without a trace. O Lord our God, Even this material we have gathered to build a temple to honor your holy name comes from you. It all belongs to you. I know, my God, that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there. You know I have done all this with good motives, and I have watched over your people. I've watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyously. O Lord, the God of our ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, make your people always want to obey you. See to it that their love for you never changes. Give my son Solomon the wholehearted desire to obey all your commands, laws, and decrees, and to do everything necessary to build this temple for which I have made these preparations. Then David said to the whole assembly, give praise to the Lord your God. And the entire assembly praised the Lord, the God of their ancestors. And they bowed low and knelt before the Lord and the king. The next day, they brought 1,000 bulls, 1,000 rams, and 1,000 male lambs as burnt offerings to the Lord. They also brought liquid offerings and many other sacrifices on behalf of all Israel. They feasted and drank in the Lord's presence with great joy that day. And again, they crowned David's son Solomon as their new king. They anointed him before the Lord as their leader, and they anointed Zadok as priest. So Solomon took the throne of the Lord in place of his father David, and he succeeded in everything, and all Israel obeyed him. All the officials, the warriors, and the sons of King David PLEDGED THEIR ro- LOYALTY TO KING SOLOMON. AND THE LORD EXALTED SOLOMON IN THE SIGHT OF ALL ISRAEL. AND HE GAVE SOLOMON GREAT ROYAL SPLENDOR then THAN then ANY KING IN ISRAEL BEFORE HIM. SO DAVID, SON OF JESSE, REIGNED OVER ALL ISRAEL. HE REIGNED OVER ISRAEL FOR FORTY YEARS, SEVEN OF, the, of THEM IN HEBRON, AND THIRTY-THREE IN JERUSALEM. HE DIED A RIPE OLD AGE having enjoyed long life, wealth, and honor. Then his son Solomon ruled in his place. All the events of King David's reign, from beginning to end, are written in the record of Samuel the seer, the record of Nathan the prophet, and the record of Gad the seer. These accounts include the mighty deeds of his reign, and everything that happened to him and to Israel and to all the surrounding kingdoms. And that concludes the reading of the word for July 19th.